messages will be right back. I can't believe I ate that whole thing. Are you in good hands? And now, a word from our sponsors. Hello there. Welcome to After These Messages, bringing you hot takes on commercial breaks. We are here to talk about TV commercials tonight. The good ones, the bad ones, and the ones where people say weird shit like this. I use ice cream as kind of for medicinal purposes, you know? My name is Andrew Walsh. I'm here with Genevieve Haz. Hello, Vives. Hi, Andrew. Coming up today... Hey, Vives, what's coming up today? (laughs) Well, I did put this show sheet together. I would say this is sort of a... A one foot in, one foot out. Sort of we got still having a pandemic and a quarantine, but maybe we can sometimes do some shopping things. And so I think commercials and commercial makers are having a little bit of uh, uh, a little uncertainty about how much to tell people to come out and do stuff. And we'll focus on commercials that uh, seem to have that uh, an element of schizophrenia. Yeah, you have some that are saying, hey, yeah, we're open and we're being very careful. We've talked about those. There is one, when you told me about this idea for a show, I thought of one. I contributed one commercial to today's show. And this is an ad that is both on radio and television and it is driving me crazy because they yes, clearly- very exercised. Do, and I, I, here's what I want. I want you to tell me if I am unduly exercised because sometimes I just get mad about things and yeah. I'm wrong and you'll tell me that. So this might be one of those cases, but there is a commercial for a truck that is like smack dab middle of pandemic and they don't know what the fuck yeah. to say. And they're trying- I, it's, I, I think they're trying hard or they just have a million people in a million different <laughs> writer's rooms and they all threw a word. Anyway, I'll play it for you. Tell me if I'm overreacting okay. to it. Uh, also in the ad council. I don't see how you could possibly be overreacting. No, not at all. You seem really. It's hot, man. It is really hot. It's today. like 100 degrees in the studio right now. Yeah, we're both. We're tired. We're hot. We're cranky. So strap in. Um, also in the ad council, uh, as you said before the show, uh, the lesson of uh, the ad council is bullying works. Yes. We had somebody who was talking about how they wanted other people to call in and sing a jingle instead of doing it themselves. Mm-hmm. Well, we yelled at that person last week. And yeah, be the jingle you want to see in the world. That's right. And he called in and he left us the jingles. And uh, also there's a risque little hearing aid commercial. Which I love. And it's great. Yeah. That somebody sent in to us. Um, all right. But first, though, let's figure out what marketers are trying to do right now you might say that they're like sitting on a fence i don't know <laughs> i'm just sitting on a fence you can say i got no sense trying to make up my mind really is so hard to find so i'm sitting on a fence all right, Veeves, what is up first? A delightful little ad that you saw in the wild, right? Yes, it really kind of sparked the whole idea for this show. This is an ad for Snickers, and I'm actually quite delighted by this. It is a bit of a fence-sitting ad in a way, but I think it kind of takes the bull by the horns uh, in terms of the experience we're all having of when it's okay to do some in-person socializing under certain circumstances if we're outdoors if we're socially distant and whatnot but for many of us we also got used to doing zoom calls and yes. that's uh that's really the crux of this ad. even for socializing even for socializing so um i i think i'll need to set this up i think you got to tell the whole story yeah i'll just set this audio. up and then you'll you'll hear the audio and it'll make sense um a uh 
a man comes out of his glass sliding glass door onto what is evidently their pat his patio. Um, he's wearing a button down shirt, but other than that, he's just wearing tidy whitey underpants and socks. It's and like white athletic socks too. Yeah, so for whatever he, that's worth. <laughs> and he comes out onto the patio, picks up some glasses that he's looking for, like some cups that he's looking for on a shelf, and says to his wife casually, "Has the Zoom call started yet?" And then he turns around and realizes their their socializing event is not a Zoom call today. Their actual friends are there in person, sitting on their patio, seeing him in his underpants. This is really great. Let's take a listen. It's so good to see you guys. Han, out here. Are we on yet? Oh. I thought we were doing a Zoom thing. Confused? No. Maybe you just need a Snickers. <laughs> the acting, His wife's no at the end is so great. The acting by both of them is great. You told me about this commercial, like the moment you saw it, and I didn't see it, but you just told me about it, and I knew that you loved it, but it's even better to see, which is a great thing to say on a podcast, I the guess. The underpants they have been are just Exactly. Hilarious. I just pictured him being like frumpier. Right, wearing and, boxers or And something. wearing boxers, like comedic boxers, right? Um, but he's not frumpy at all, actually. He and his wife are both like, you know, what, probably in their 30s, relatively attractive people. Yes. Uh, and so, the, so to see him in his tidy whities is really good. I just yeah. pictured it. I don't know, more over the top. There's something very natural and more embarrassing about oh, this. Oh, far more embarrassing. If he's if he's in boxers, it's like a little bit of a rim shot punchline. Yeah. But the boxers and the the absolute, or the tidy whities. Or sorry, the the tidy whities coupled with the open mouthed horror of their friends who are visiting uh-huh. them and who are sitting clearly meant to. You're meant to see that they're sitting six feet apart. Like, I think it's really interesting that Snickers obviously shot this ad during COVID times. Mm-hmm. Um, it's about COVID times, um, but they are talking about a very specific time in history that I think, you know, 10 years from now, if we were to look at that ad, I wonder what we would make of it. Will we remember this this sliver of time when we're transitioning from Zoom, you know, only virtual interaction with each other to certain kinds of in-person uh, gatherings and certain types of things and like will this joke make sense in 10 years I'll be curious to see I'll be curious to see if we're out of this shit in I 10 know, years right maybe it'll make even more sense um yeah I am surprised last little note on this because I know you have a lot to get through I am surprised they use zoom because sometimes brands you know, are right. reluctant to use other brands even if they're not competitors yes but like to say zoom I mean it really goes to show how zoom has just become like I mean, even Google, like you wouldn't hear him say, oh, I was going to Google it. He would have said, I was going to search for it on the Internet. But yeah. like Zoom is just like Zoom. You're right. It didn't occur to me, but that's an interesting point. I wonder if they had to get permission or if they just decided to go for it. Just go for it, maybe. All right. Um, now we have a couple that are encouraging people to get out and play some sports. Ah, Not just any sports, though. There are two sports that have that are seizing their moment um, as something that you can do while socially distant. Mm-hmm. Um, wrestling, I assume, <laughs> wrestle- and mud wrestling. <laughs> yes, uh, wrestling and its subdivision of, of mud <laughs> wrestling. Um, no, I, it, this, this first one is for the um, U.S. Tennis Association, um, and it's to encourage people to get out and play tennis just recreationally. Um, so I think, I think it kind of is self-explanatory, but you'll, you'll hear... Or what you'll what the visuals are just people getting out and playing tennis. For two weeks, 
three weeks, six weeks, eight weeks. Are you ready to get out of the house? Tennis. It lets you keep your social distance without being socially distant. Let's get out and play. I should have uh, qualified that by saying it starts with the two weeks, four weeks, eight weeks, whatever, of people looking really bummed out, stuck in their houses. Yeah. And then, boom, you can still play tennis. And it really is kind of the perfect sport for this because you can, you can socialize. Like, they actually say, let's be, you know, we can socially distant without being socially distant. Uh, it reminds me of how people wanted to not say socially distant and they wanted to say physically distant. Oh, Early, remember that? Yeah. People are like, no, we I should think still we had be epi- socially close, but physically distant. I think we had uh, some health professional uh, that we were working with for the university that that wanted to make that nuance mm-hmm. and it just didn't, kind of ma- it didn't stick but it makes sense it makes sense it just didn't stick we'd already gotten socially distanced uh into our brains yeah um, but what is the other obvious sport well i know the answer to this but i'll give myself <laughs> a point anyway golf that's right I th- but this is an interesting commercial because this isn't ad this is actually not advertising the aloneness of golf i know they're I actually so bringing weird. more people in they're saying take golf lessons with one of our socially distant trainers that's what i think is so strange about this ad for golf tech it is, and it's why I think it fits so well into this idea of like a one foot in, one foot out. We don't really know what's going on. <laughs> We're sitting on a fence because this is clearly an ad that is sort of it's cobbled together um, from B roll stock footage, whatever of people golfing, you know, mm-hmm. beauty shots of people golfing, and then new footage of actual schmoes. They are pretty schmoey, mm-hmm. I would say. Golf schmoes. There are a lot of golf schmoes. The schmo quotient is high. Um, coming to the golf tech stores. Inside. Inside and doing golfing lessons. And some of they're not even, everyone's not wearing masks. I Nobody's wearing masks. Bananas. One of them, you can tell that there's an effort to show social distance. You never see two people in right. the same shot together. You see one guy kind of. Maybe there's one where you sort of see an over the shoulder of the yeah. customer and you see in the distance the guy who's like kind no of showing them how to kissing. swing. No, and there's not that like kind of sexy. Because there's I'm no kissing get, in golf. Get behind. Like it's, there's no tin cup scenes in here. No. I, I, I've never seen tin cup, but there I imagine there's kissing in that. Is there? Yeah. Is it good? I guess so. I mean, yeah. if you like seeing Renee uh, Russo and Kevin Costner get it on, sure. Uh, anyway, yeah, so it's weird. Like, you would think that this golf commercial would just be like, buy your clubs here and then go out. Yeah, and, and then get alone. out there. Be but instead, alone. They're having be golf lessons together. inside without <laughs> I masks. I think it's so weird. Yeah, let's take a listen. As we all navigate the new normal, at Golf Tech, we are grateful that golf has been there through it all. And the passion to play has never been greater. Golf Tech centers are open, and our dedicated coaches are ready to help you play better golf. Now through August 31st, you can save up to 20% at Golf Tech during our 25-year anniversary event. Golf Tech, helping golfers for 25 years. You know, the first time I watched this, shame on me, I didn't even think of the mask thing, and now I'm getting angry about it because they know their customers, yes. and it's a bunch of anti-maskers. Absolutely. It's a bunch of middle-aged white guys. Um, oh, yeah, not tons of diversity in this commercial, is there? Yeah, well, not tons of diversity in golf. No. You'll be shocked to hear. But I actually think, I'm with you. I think they're signaling to anti-maskers. Um, but I also think it's very, I think, it's a, I think this is a smart play marketing-wise because mm. I walk around Green Lake a lot. It's a, like a park in our house, near in our house. We have a park in our house. Mm-hmm. It's a park near our house, and it is adjacent to like a little putting area green not like a golf course but like 
and not mini golf, but just like a place where you can do putting. Yeah, it's a very, very small nine-hole course. Yeah, right? just like a little nine-hole course for just for putting. And I have never once in my life wanted to play golf. <laughs> I have mostly just contempt for it and all who enjoy it. Um, and I have found myself, because there's so little to do right now, walking <laughs> can, by that little putting green you can going imagine like, yourself. well... Maybe. Uh-huh. That sounds... Yeah, I could see that. So I could see, like, kind of wanting to learn the game and, like, you know, like, being motivated to go learn the game and needing... Wanting to know, like, how I can do that. Yeah. So I think they're smart to put themselves out there doing this. I'm actually trying to figure this out, if it is even a full nine on this. The... um. This, the Parks Department website doesn't even have a website for the Green Lake Pitch and Putt. You have to go to their Facebook page. And now Facebook has something where it's, they're making it very hard to look at Facebook pages unless you're on Facebook, which I don't love. Um, well, you sort of – I can sort of understand their point. <laughs> I can sort of understand their point, but people are using Facebook just to host their web pages. Yeah, I mean, I guess they want everybody on board. Well, I won't do it. Anyway, uh, okay, this next commercial is not about sports, but it is about the great outdoors. And uh, after you set it up and we listen to it, I'm going to tell you why this commercial is such a good example of why I'm so cranky today, or how I'm so cranky okay, today. Okay, great. I look forward to that. Yeah, It'll be really whole, good. Whole um, this is a, an ad for Wyoming tourism. And for those who have never been to Wyoming, some of our nation's greatest national parks are in Wyoming. I believe Grand Teton is in Wyoming, Yellowstone. Um, also some of our most, our nation's most crowded national parks, hmm. which you wouldn't know from this ad. Um, but this is a, an ad, it's sort of told through the eyes of this little kid. I can't tell if it's a, I guess it's a girl. They have long hair. It's a construct. It, gender is a construct. I read it as a little girl, but I, yeah, it I, think she, I think it reads as a little girl, but you, you could sort of, I think, it could sort of go either way. It's not important to the ad anyway. According to the description, uh, official description for months, this little girl has been alone with her imagination. Okay. Well, you know what? This description does a great job. For months, this little girl has been alone with her imagination, but now she says she's ready to soar to a place in which she no longer must pretend. Wyoming Tourism says adventure is making a comeback. Um, so this is kind of like she talks, she's, her voiceover is like what it's been like to be stuck in the house, basically and kind of confined to her imagination now she's out in these wide open spaces with these beautiful you know geological features and and mountains and incredible things and i mean i can tell you it is really amazing there's not another person in this ad you never see another human being she's always completely you know maybe with a parent but like she's there's never any crowds of people which is yeah i think you see her parents at some point. yeah but like you never see them like all surrounding sharing old faithful space, yeah. sharing space, which is going to be more accurate, I think. For months, it's been just me and my imagination. But now, I'm ready to soar to a place where I don't have to pretend any longer. Because everything I imagine is here. My spirit is wild. And I'm ready to be free again. Adventure is making a comeback is the uh, the slogan at the end there. It says, that's why, W-Y, which is a good little slogan, Yeah, I think. What do you make of the commercial? I, I am, the scenery is very moving to me. I love Wyoming's national parks. And although this isn't specifically for national parks, it, like it's a big, it's the implication is that that's really what the, it's the wilderness of, mm -hmm. of Wyoming. It's not, you know going to like play cowboy in a 
Old West Saloon or something. I mean, there's other ways you could sell Wyoming, mm-hmm. is my point. Yeah. And so this is really selling the nature and the aloneness of it and the safety of it. Um, I don't like the it's time to be free again. Mm-hmm. Um, that gives me a bad feeling. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you think? Why are you so grumpy? I, How I don't, are you so grumpy? Well, I'm grumpy because it's hot and I've had a long day <laughs> and there's a million reasons I'm grumpy and this commercial is not one of the reasons I'm grumpy. Yet I watched this before the show and I, that girl annoyed me. Really? Yes, but I don't know why. And rewatching it, I don't think I have any reason for her to annoy me. I think it's just an illustration of how grumpy I am today. Okay. So it doesn't really help the show much. <laughs> Do you see that she's in another one here? Uh, and this one no. is called Wild Girl. So leaving, um, you know, taking any question about whether or not she's a girl, I guess. Let's take a listen to this. Someday, I'm going to move mountains. I will roar like a bear. Soaring, roaring. Like the wind. And soar like an eagle. My spirit is wild. And here, I'm free. That's why. Um, So that one does not take on the pandemic uh, at all, really. Not directly. I think it's, I mean, it's clearly made as part of the same campaign. Okay, so this next commercial, this is my one contribution to the show. And do be honest with me, like I, I hate this commercial so much. It's I feel like the writing is just so unbelievably bad and fumbly, and they don't know what they're saying. It's for Ram trucks. I don't even have to tell you what you see. You see a bunch of like hard work and American right. men. We've all seen truck commercials closing the tailgate on the truck right now. Right. Uh, and so this is for Ram trucks. Take a listen to the message here and then explain to me what the message is and then if you like this commercial I'll just leave and you can do the rest of the show yourself because I'm clearly too grumpy this summer we've all got miles to make up miles to the job site to the campsite and anything else we set our sights on miles back to those who can make this summer mean more than ever we can help you get the most out of those miles during the Ram Summer Clearance event. Right now, get set. We have to make miles to the... Wait, what is this line right here? We set our sights on. Miles back to those who can make this summer mean more than ever. We have miles to make up to get back to those who can make this summer mean more than ever. <laughs> Are you? But I mean, the whole thing is lopsided. We we have miles to make up to get to the work site or the campsite or whatever we set our sights on. Are you even setting your sights on a camping weekend? Like I don't. That doesn't even make sense. Yeah, they just got a camping weekend isn't a problem. They fell in love with the uh, the poetic repetition of the word sight. Um, oh, okay. work site, campsite, set our sights. Oh, on. I, I didn't miss that. But yeah, God, I um, hate this so much. I mean, the story of this commercial is, and I'm I'm not disagreeing with you that it's obnoxious. Is you know you've been kept down too long by the quarantine, um, either because of the libtards or because you believe in the science. Either way, you've been kept off of the road. You have not been you know, traversing the miles that you normally would like to be traversing. Mm -hmm. We're going to get those miles back to you in the form of a super low APR, brand new Ram truck. Um, And, you know, we're, it's like the, the important thing is that the real Americans can be back on the road. Yes. The writing of it. Listen, I've said 
that's 30 seconds of, of stupidity there, if you ask me. Yeah, it's a garbled written, certainly not well written. If you look at my record, I have so much more than 30 seconds of stupidity that I've uttered into this microphone. Um, this show, the various shows, I've got 30 months of stupidity. But at least I didn't write it down, <laughs> have it go through a bunch of editors, and then approve it. It's just like... It, you just it, thought of it on the yeah, fly. Yeah, com this comes off as like... <laughs> I, I guess the reason I'm saying that is every now and then, like you're listening to the radio, I listen to a lot of sports radio, and there's like... There, there's somebody I'm thinking of right now. I won't use his name because there's no need to be cruel. He comes to the job with some real qualifications, but he's also the type of person who sometimes gets in, gets sucked into a sentence where he's trying to, to puff himself up a little bit and sound smarter than he is and maybe be a little bit more poetic or interesting than really what the content of the sentence is. And this is what that sounds like to me. Like, it just doesn't make sense, the words. Yeah, I, I can hear what... I, I I understand what you're saying in that sense. Um, anyway. You know, I think truck commercials have such a narrow um space in which to play or uh you know they, they're so they're so cookie cutter and so sometimes i wonder if like the only thing they can do to distinguish themselves is to try to get a little fancy with the the copy but i think the fanciness got away from them yeah in this case they really and i of course hate the like that the masculinity that is always baked into not a things. mask in sight in that ad, no by god the way. of course not all right now let's move on okay my part of the show is done <laughs> let's, get, <laughs> let's get the nose back up on this negativity train you've got a couple of commercials here for elective surgeries huh yeah so or elective surgeries are an interesting part of um this pandemic because we are you know i'm i work closely with people who work at the um university of washington medical or uw medicine mm-hmm which is our, our medical, like our hospital and clinics uh, organization. And the tragedy of, one tragedy of COVID is that our hospitals and clinics all over the country are going broke, even as we're in the middle of a healthcare crisis. And it's because treating people for COVID is not a moneymaker. The ways that hospitals make money typically are through surgeries that are, I don't know if elective is the right word, but like things that you schedule, right? They're like, I need this, I need my my uh, spinal surgery or I need my cataract surgery or I need my, you know, my bunions removed or whatever it is. It's like all the stuff that, that you schedule. It's not like you go in and they put you on a vent because you are dying of COVID. Um, but because of COVID, people couldn't schedule those. So there was this suddenly just all over the country, all these elective surgeries, and again, I'm not sure if I'm using that term correctly, all of these surgeries came to a screeching halt. Um, and also, and so hospitals have been like losing money hand over fist. So there's a, a Yale New Haven hospital, which I, you know, I assume is kind of like ours, you know, it's a, a university teaching hospital, um, is trying to, <laughs> trying to open up those doors again and get people back on the old surgical table. Now, before you set up this commercial, I just want to take issue with one thing that you said there. Genevieve, if you don't think that the liberals aren't making money hand over fist with this yeah. whole COVID thing, you are, I don't know what Kool-Aid you're drinking, my friend. Yeah, I, it's, it's confusing to figure out how they're doing it, but I know they must be. Yes, yeah. anyway, I have some friends who attended a Tulsa rally. 
who I'd like to introduce you to. Yeah. Um, Some of them can't be introduced to anyone anymore. Um, oh, wow. Dark. Um, okay. So this Yale New Haven uh, Hospital. So you set up the problem and just mm-hmm. like kind of leaving the uh, politics and everything aside. As we always do on this as show. As we always do on this show. I'm interested in hearing what you think of these commercials because you posted them here and then I watched them. Should we play the first one and then get your reaction? Yeah, let's play this first one. And this one I had a visceral reaction to because my back went out this summer. Oh, yeah. So what we have here is a, a woman, probably a woman about my age. She's doing some kind of work on her house, like cleaning out her gutters or something. She's or on she's, a small ladder. I think she's watering something that's up high and she's up on a ladder suddenly her back tweaks and she is stuck at the top of this ladder she's all alone she drops her watering can and she cannot climb down from this ladder so it's a really i mean again for me it was so visceral because i i had exactly that thing happen to me thank god i wasn't on a ladder when it happened right Mm because if i had been i'd still be up there um and so this is they're, they're sort of making this like what if this happened to you? Like, haven't you been meaning to get that orthopedic surgery appointment made or that orthopedic like checkup made? So she's watering. Now her back goes out. She's trying to climb down the ladder. Hello? Been avoiding seeing your orthopedic specialist? Maybe it's time to stop putting it off. Because at Yale New Haven Health, we have a 10-step safety program to ensure that all our facilities are clean, safe, and ready to treat you at a moment's notice. Learn more at ynhhs.org. And and then they take you into the New Haven Health Centers and you see all of the disinfecting and everyone's wearing the masks and everything's, you know, been properly cleaned and and sanitized and all the stuff. So it's like you've got this sort of bifurcated story, right? Like you're, you're home alone. You really need to see an orthopedic specialist. We've got you covered. Yeah. Uh, I feel like the pain is visceral, even if you didn't have a recent back outage like you did. Um, there's one shot in this that really stands out to me. By the way, I'm, I'm pro this commercial. I think they do a pretty good job. And the next one for the same um, for, for the same hospital, I like even more. I feel like it's very artfully done. But this is a commercial that's clearly divided into two acts, right? It sets up the problem, she's outside, and then it's kind of like, as you said, the next act is, this is the solution, and we bring you inside the hospital, and all the shots are of them cleaning doorknobs and what have you. Um, And one of those inside the hospital shots at the end is um, somebody kind of putting a little, like, reserved piece of paper on a bed or it's a little tent like a little or, table tent, a little yeah. table tent uh, on the table next to a hospital and then a close-up of a hand smoothing out the sheet like we're ready for you and I don't think I've ever seen that in a hospital or medical ad before it is so much a shot from a hospitality hotel a right. hotel or yeah. an Airbnb like we're ready for you and you are filled with and maybe this is my own covid brain of being stuck inside for so long you get this you i reacted to think oh that looks nice <laughs> like oh yeah that would be nice to go somewhere where somebody <laughs> yeah. makes the bed for me like it would just obviously like it's a split second thing it's like no i don't then you see a wider shot and you realize oh that was a hospital that bed but they do such a yes. good job of zooming in on this kind of tactile like here look we're preparing a bed for you yeah there is a certain amount of like these kinds of health procedures that they're advertising with this campaign are for people who have good insurance i mean you know yeah. obviously i think it's a crime that if you need to see an orthopedic specialist you should be able to see one and if you can't it's a crime but this is for people who have 
resources and insurance and this is about making money for this hospital mm-hmm. you know and also getting people the services that they need but that's that's what this is about and i think that those little concierge touches concierge mm-hmm. touches that you're describing are very intentional mm-hmm. oh definitely yeah um by the way this this next one again for yale new haven um I'll play it in a second. Both of these, by the way, recently aired on WNBA basketball games. The The website we used to play these will show you where they've recently aired. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't know if that's interesting or not because I'm in my own head too much right now. <laughs> but I thought it was interesting when I first saw it. Uh, I, I thought especially for the first one since it shows kind of a young, not a young woman, but like a, a young to middle-aged woman. And yeah. I'm wondering if that's I think the middle appeal age there. Is- yeah. Pretty much accurate. You, she looks middle-aged. Yeah, I mean, I guess the ailment is speaking to middle-aged. Like, I'm is so she, old Is she now. in better shape than me? Yes. Okay, I'm, sure. Fine. I'm, I'm but so, I don't think we're that far apart in age. I know. I'm so old now, though, that I'm looking I'm looking back at people who are younger than me who are in middle-aged, <laughs> and it feels weird. But, um, boy, speaking of middle-aged, you and I are the perfect people for these two commercials because the first one was about a bad back. You just had a bad back. And this one is about cataract I'm surgery. I'm so glad you knew what I was doing. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you chose these two in particular because these are our ailments. That's right, yeah. I just recently went to the eye doctor, the ophthalmologist, and I learned that I have a very, very, very low-level cataract situation going on that uh, I might not need to um, ever actually get taken care of if I take care of my eyes properly, but it's just like, man cataract surgery commercials now i'm perking up for them yeah what back the back hell? surgeries Jeez cataract Louise. surgeries here we go this one is really well um shot though you see an older gentleman you know my age uh, this guy is <laughs> no this is significantly older, older yeah. than you and he's riding around on his uh riding lawnmower in his backyard and then you see <laughs> this cute little round flower bed that's positioned right in the middle of the yard it's got a little uh, a little garden gnome in there and as he's riding his lawnmower you see it from a million miles away if you don't have cataracts um <laughs> uh, he just keeps mowing right into the garden and like, it's like the the gnome is you know obviously yeah that gives the impression that the gnome is watching this come at him they do a close-up of the of the gnome's face and then at one point like and right when you think you're going to see the money shot of him driving the the lawnmower over the flower bed it actually does a cutaway shot and you just see like flower petals and cut up stems just kind of being shot across the yard (laughs) and i and i think sort of slow motion so let's take a listen to this his wife also is looking on in horror there go the flowers there goes the gnome been avoiding that cataract surgery maybe it's time to stop putting it off <laughs> he just like because it waves at his wife he has no idea he also has lost all feeling in his in his legs and butt that he didn't realize he just ran over a bunch of stuff but whatever that uh, sounds like another elective surgery yeah anyway i like those i like them too and i think it's interesting the problem that they're trying to solve which is this half in half out mm-hmm. uh problem mm-hmm. um and i think they did it in a clever way uh the the stories they tell i mean really resonate with people like us you know like um, you know, you you did need you actually absolutely needed to get your eyes looked at, and it's probably one of the few uh, you know appointments that you've made outside of the house since mm-hmm. since quarantine. Yeah, I mean, I've actually had a couple. Of, well, that's right. I had a doctor's appointment here at telemedicine. I do feel though that I did not have something else I had to go to a doctor's appointment for. Maybe not. Maybe I'm. I had to better. go to urgent care for my back. Yeah, I do remember that. I did have one haircut. 
Yep. And yeah, I guess maybe the eye doctor was my only other. You had a dentist. Oh, dentist. That's what it was. Anyway, this is not relevant to anybody except for us and our family <laughs> calendar. Uh, okay, up next here. I just I, there was something in the back of my head. I was like, no, I feel like I was in another medical situation. But that was right when everything was moving into phase two, and we thought we were starting to everything come, looks so great. Come out the other side. The horizon of it. was right there. In fact, I need to look at my schedule because we booked the next appointment. And I remember being like, well, we better be out on the other side of this by that point. And now I think it might be in September. Oh, my God. Yeah. I don't want to think about this anymore. What else do we have? This is a Hulu commercial. Yes. Yeah, so this is an interesting commercial because it it, it involves uh, three athletes. They weren't athletes that I recognized, um, uh, but I think, think they're basketball players. Mm. Um, and I think maybe some, one other, some, one other, some kind of player. It's for Hulu, and Hulu is advertising that it has live sports now. Um, so it's showing these athletes like getting out of their quarantine activities of like baking and making sourdough bread, like apparently we all did, um, and getting back on the court. Um, so it's it's sort of this liminal you know, transitional space that they're that they're in, which I find interesting. Yeah, uh, I I see it has Aaron Judge. I recognize that person as a baseball player. Okay. Um, And then Damian Lillard, that's a basketball player, right? That I'm actually not sure about. And then the other one is Skylar Diggins-Smith. I think she might be a a lady basketball player. A late, or as we call them in this house, a basketball player. Correct. Yes, WNBA. So, okay. Um, should I go ahead and hit play on this? Yeah. Okay. We've sourdoughed hmm. and ukuleled and self-portraited, but those days are over because live sports are back. And so are ads for live sports. So dust off your bright green jersey and tell the world what you're supposed to say. According to the contract you previously signed. Hulu has live sports. Hulu has live sports. Hulu has live sports. Again. Again. That's right. Hulu has live sports. Again. Yeah, we just said that. <laughs> okay, I that I was trying to take in a lot there, and a couple of things confused me. He said, and so are commercials for live sports. And then what did he say about you have to check your contract? That's yeah, like I, a weird joke that I didn't get. I wasn't sure if he was talking to the athletes or if he was talking to us as, as consumers because we have Hulu – but I don't think, you know, now Hulu is like a million different ways of having Hulu. There's mm-hmm. a different way to have Hulu for everybody. I wonder if like our Hulu package doesn't include live sports. I've certainly never seen it. Yeah, I think that's the case. Um, so and it so must many- be something to do with the contract. But you would think they would make it more obvious. Like if your Hulu package doesn't include live sports, get on that right away. Click here or whatever. Right. But I thought they made a comment about no more commercials for live sports. But like. If you're watching live sports on Hulu, there are going to be commercial breaks. Because, or do they just keep the cameras on the court during the uh, all the other networks? I thought they were saying we haven't had commercials for sports in a while, oh. but now we have sports, so now we have commercials for oh, sports. Can I, I agree can that I the writing was, was complicated. Yeah, because I feel like I'm being dumb here. We've sourdoughed and ukuleled and self-portraited, but those days are over because live sports are back. And so are ads for live sports. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm being a dummy. Live sports are back, and so are ads for live sports. I misunderstood that. Okay. So dust off your bright green jersey and tell the world what you're supposed to say. According to the contract you previously signed. Oh, tell the world what you're supposed to say. It's a little... Oh, it's postmodern. (laughs) 
Okay, I so probably have, didn't have to go through all of that. It no, just I, came at me fast. It was a little confusing. I also find it confusing that all three of these athletes, when he says, pull out your bright green jersey, which is the Hulu green, that's mm-hmm. the green that they're wearing. They're not wearing the whatever the jerseys for their own yes. like teams would be. Mm-hmm. They all have their names on the back of the jerseys, and they also have dollar signs. So I assume it's like a really a meta, meta reference to the fact that they are paid spokespeople for Hulu. It is, yeah. Which, it, which is seems weird. like a weird thing to focus on. And to throw into the middle of the commercial. I mean, I know, we're only dealing with 30 seconds here, and the first 10 seconds sets up one thing, and then suddenly you're getting meta halfway, like either a third or a halfway through. Yeah, it's, it's a confusing narrative to me, um, and I'm with you. Like, I think... It's not unappealing. I think like the when they show him doing the sourdough and painting, she's painting this portrait where it's like mm-hmm. pretty crazy. Like she's not that great of an artist. The guy, the baseball player is doing the ukulele. Um, busts a string, then busts the whole thing. He's so Yeah, frustrated. I mean, I, I think it's an appealing little story. And then it just like sort of goes off the rails yeah. as they try to like, it feels like they're trying to thread some needle about what they're allowed to say about live sports. Hmm, maybe. If anyone, if any ad counselors... Um, have seen this or, or we'll post it to the Facebook group like we always do and you have an under, you have an explanation for why it is this way I'd love to hear it because okay. it, it, it seems a little strange to me also the break it, for a second I thought oh did they get all players who have green jerseys because that would be an interesting thing too right you get somebody from the Celtics somebody from <laughs> the, the A's the Oakland A's the and Packers you get, and, and yeah Packers and Sounders or whatever like I don't know but no clearly they're just talking about like their their contract and what they're doing for this commercial so anyway yeah I, don't, I like meta stuff I love postmodern stuff you know that Vives. Um yeah. but uh, I feel like this you're super one is, good at identifying it and you love exactly, it exactly yeah this next one is definitely postmodern because it's about face masks and what's more modern <laughs> what uh, okay actually talk about this next one well, this is I, I kind of paired this with the Hulu live sports ad because it's very much in the same vein of, OK, sports are coming back. Everyone's very excited about that. But this to me is kind of hilarious because the whole premise of this ad, which is for a fanatic uh, or fanatics, which does like licensed branded stuff for for teams, is you can get your your team licensed face mask. Mm. And it just feels there feels like maybe if it's a time I don't know, when we all have to be wearing face masks, maybe we also shouldn't be having live sports. I know. Maybe we maybe those two things are in direct absolute diametric opposition. What do you say? Well, here's the thing. I have says, it says the guy I say to the guy who cannot peel himself away from the baseball. Right, but I also, you know, I don't I I think that probably they shouldn't be having a baseball season, but if they are, I'm going to watch it. Um but Here's one thing I will say, and I haven't seen the commercial, so this doesn't speak to that, but just the idea of a branded face mask that supports your team, that does seem like a, 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 a good fit to me. Everybody's got their face masks now. We have somebody who's making special TBTL-related face masks. Um, if you're going to have to have some sort of branded thing, it makes sense sure. for apparel industries to get or companies to get into that because it, but the commercial could then be maybe while we're waiting while we're waiting yeah. show your support be true to the blue yeah the the idea of a branded face mask is not yeah. confusing to me and i mean yeah. I, I totally agree like any any brand is going to want to get in on this thing that everybody has to now buy and have a million of right um so i i get that part but i think it is it just sort of like strikes me as ironic that we are the, the the pitch here is well we've sports are back but we can't be 
breathing on each other yet, <laughs> except for those athletes. Sports are back. Get officially licensed team face coverings by Fanatics from all the leagues, teams, and colleges you love. Shop now and get today's special offer. Fanatics.com. Officially licensed everything. Officially licensed everything. <laughs> You have one more here that I love. I love the little note you put in your show sheet about it. It's about universal. And this I do have strong feelings about uh, Orlando. What is it? Universal theme park? It's uh, Universal Orlando Resort. Um, um, so, you know, Universal Studios has all kinds of theme parks, um, some in California, some in and this is obviously in Florida. Uh, epicenter of the outbreak. This is one that just drives me crazy. Yeah, they, they there, there's. I mean, listen, I maybe I'm hypocritical because I'm watching baseball and I'm about to dump on this. But like, you see this commercial about them opening and doing it safely. They should not be yeah. open. You can make a case for or against baseball, but there's no question that you can go to a theme park in a in a virtual capacity. Mm -hmm. You can't watch a go going to a theme park. You can watch a baseball game from the comfort and safety of your home yeah. and you're not endangering the players or any other fans. Yeah, yeah. And again, I, you know, I, I don't know if he listens to this show. I don't think he does. But uh, we have a listener of TBTL who's, we call him the perfect 10, Nick, right? He's been listening forever. He's been, And he works for, I believe, Universal, right? And so I know that he was hit on hard times when everything shut down. It sucks for him. So I hope I'm not being callous when I say they should not be open. I mean, those employees should be taken care of, course, of by yes. the government and by and maybe by the company itself. So I feel bad for I mean, there are tons and tons of jobs just at this park alone we're talking about. So I, I'm, I just want to say I'm not blind to that. But seeing this commercial yeah, no, where no they're one's like, blaming the employees. we're ready for you. Like, come, come, hang out. Now, is there an argument, just to try to be fair here, is there an argument about the outdoorsiness of this, though? Because you did see, you know, the, the you didn't, or I should say you didn't see huge spikes after the protests and they were outside and people were masked up. So if you have, like... Every other row of a roller coaster sectioned off. People are outside. Mandatory masks, which I don't know if they do have mandatory masks. By the way, it's Florida. Um, but could you make that argument? Sure. I'm no. I'm no public health expert. I'm oh, no epidemiologist. My, you know, common sense would tell me that a roller coaster, no matter how much you space out the seats or tape off mm -hmm. every other row or whatever is a tightly packed thing in which you're sweating and clutching things with your skin and then you get out and then I don't think that they're going to be I mean maybe they somehow sanitize it between every single ride you're pressed up against the, like it's you're such close quarters and that's one single roller coaster there are, you know, it's it's a place where you're eating and there's tons of kids mm. who I who are not able to, you know, control their vectoring. Like it just seems like a petri dish. It seems built for the for that except for the fact that it's outside. Yeah. But it's not I mean, at least the Wyoming tourism ad like you can at least make a case that like, yeah, you're in the great outdoors if you can be socially distant in Yellowstone and Grand Teton like it's possible to stay distant in those environments. I just can't see how it works in a theme park with rides and, you know, like food handling and and all that stuff. 
So the way that this, this ad is positioned... And can I just say one other thing just to oh, argue yeah. about myself based on that? I, I raise that because you hear stuff like that and also it is, you know, it is outside and so I wanted to raise it. But the more I think about it, like... It was an imperative for people protesting because they were doing it because black people were being shot to death and strangled to death by the government without yes. any recourse. That's different than going on a roller coaster. It absolutely is. It, it's a that is life and death and basic human rights. And this is, you know, it's fun to go to a roller coaster park. Right. Exactly. Um. So the way this commercial is uh, set up, it's the it's this Universal Orlando theme park. And everything's operating. All of the the rides are ri- are doing their thing, um, <laughs> hilariously. You see, well, you see the roller coasters riding. You see the big splashing boat come down the right. big hill and but splashes, no but nobody's on it. It's like a ghost park. Yeah. Um, and they're essentially saying like everything's up and running. All we need is you. Um, and do you want me to save my favorite part till till we get yeah, to the end? Yeah, because it's at the very end. And then you'll hear the commercial kind of take a turn and they start kind of doing that same thing that we saw with the Yell commercial, like people cleaning doorknobs and setting out like yeah. markers where you can wait in Everyone line. Everyone wants to know distancing. their doorknobs are clean as a whistle. That's right. We miss you. It's totally not the same without you. We miss your let's do this look. The sound of your laugh cry screams and how you make every day here the best day ever. We can't wait to get you back. So we've added temp checks, face coverings, social distancing, and extra sanitizing to get the good times going again. (laughs) It's time to roll out the red carpet and kick open the universal gates. We're finally back and can't wait until you are too. Okay, what's your favorite part? So at the very end, throughout this whole thing, the only movement you see is mechanical, right? It's it's roller coasters, mostly roller coasters, just empty of people, Mm -hmm. but going through their loops and stuff. At the very end... We get kind of a medium shot of the Transformers, the ride, the Transformers, the movie, the ride uh, <laughs> the outside uh, of that. And standing in front of it is Bumblebee, the character Bumblebee from Transformers. And like, I don't know how they make it work. It's, it's pretty impressive because it looks really giant. He's just like doing a dance by himself in front of <laughs> it's just like rocking out in front of the Transformer ride with no no people Anywhere around, and it really is. I have been programmed to dance. I don't need humans to dance. They don't need humans to dance. (laughs) All right, uh, I think that wraps up that segment, right? That's right. So, I mean, but not all bad. Some good, some bad. Some social commentary from us. Exactly. I mean, look, we are in a weird transitional space, and it's not unreasonable for marketers to want to. See, like, get in where they fit in, you know? I mean, I think some of these succeed or are a better bet than others as far as that being, like, a realistic pitch to make. And I think the one thing that I will say at the end of this is I think we can all say we have miles to make up to get back (laughs) to the people who make getting up possible from our work sites to our campsites. We've set our sights on getting back to those sites we love. We got there. Everybody's talking at me. Now more than ever. I don't hear words saying. Only the echoes of my mind. You know what I'm thankful for? What? 
think in any of those commercials anybody used the word unprecedented times. Yeah, we've really moved on, right? Yeah. We're all we all get it. We've we've done the. Uh, there was no we're here. I mean, there was like we're here to serve you, but it wasn't like that super serious. Mm-hmm. We're here for you. You know, the one that was the ones that were so widely parodied that they were able to be mashed up into one single COVID yeah. ad. And the Snickers ad killed it. I, I mean, think, just great. I think Snickers really killed it, and I think it again. I'm fascinated by this idea that it is capturing a moment in American history that may be unlike any other moment Mm -hmm. before or since. Uh, Okay, so I always do that. I always play the music, and then we end up wrapping up the segment after I play the music for the new segment, but whatever. Uh, Here's a commercial that I think you might have even pointed out to me, because I've seen this somewhere before. Really? I had seen this somewhere before, Uh, but listener Margie sent it in to us, right? Yes, she says, it's my new favorite commercial, and Margie, I couldn't agree more. This is phenomenal and i am like blown away that this is an ad for a hearing aid i was gonna say yeah i already i guess i already said at the beginning of the at the beginning of the show that it's a hearing aid commercial because maybe we shouldn't have given that away um but to set the scene we see a youngish couple um probably around 50 i'm just kidding that's a joke about my age uh we see a youngish couple right mm-hmm. visiting their uh her, old, their, her parents her parents right? they're a, they're a couple uh clearly uh, they've they've come to visit the, the the woman's parents, and it may be not if not the first time they're meeting the boyfriend. It's maybe one of the first times they've spent the night together as a couple. And for a young couple, that can be a little bit of a fraught mm-hmm. situation, right? Like, are we allowed to share a room? And we, you know, we obviously do. We're adults, but are we treated like adults here? For the record, though, I feel like they have established like it's never it's it's never directly said that they're a married couple but these aren't like college students or even no. it doesn't even seem like reason like they seem like adults who could be married or in a long-term relationship i don't think they're married um but you i don't know do, oh. i think it's clearly signaled that they're not married um but i think that it is there is a little bit of that first relationship out of college where you're not exactly sure if your parents are going to keep treating you like teenagers, mm-hmm. or if you are now, if you're now going to be fully fledged adults in your parents' eyes. So in this, you see that they're all hanging out in the kitchen. Actually, the the father or father-in-law is in the living room reading a newspaper, but it's kind of an uh, what do you call it? Open, open plan. plan house. So they're the 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 mom and the couple are in the kitchen hanging around the island there, and. The woman is trying to discreetly ask the man if he brought protection. Thanks for having us this weekend, Mrs. Garcia. Yeah, thanks, Mom. Of course. And thank you guys for these gorgeous flowers. So thoughtful. So the mom walks away. Did you bring up? Did you bring the condoms? What's up? Condoms. Con- condor. Condor. Why would I say con- condoms? Condoms, Charlie. <laughs> she wants to know if you brought any condoms. <laughs> Yeah, I brought some. <laughs> Ergo, a virtually invisible hearing loss. Okay, so if, then she gives him this. What? You're right. He says Mrs. So you're right. They're they're not married. You yeah. wouldn't call uh, the the mother Mrs. Um, I love the fact that the father doesn't look up. He just keeps reading his paper. He just can't stand to hear her whisper way. condoms anymore, right. and he just wants it to be done. And um and so it's really good acting. Then he says, "Uh, yeah, I brought some." Like. <laughs> And she flashes him this angry look like, shut up yeah. now. Which, by the way, why does she have to ask now 
in the kitchen. Like, why can't she just ask later? You know, she should ask later, and so I bet next time she will. Bit. Yeah, but did you watch this all the way to the end? Because there's yes. a really good moment there's a little at the good end. Tag at the so end. there's a little bit of a pitch here, and then at the very end, this, these ergos are pretty cool. It's, it seems like a very startupy, like mm-hmm. this is the new way we do hearing aids yeah. kind of thing. We started, we bought a hearing aid factory. It's the Tesla of hearing aids. Yes, solution with high quality sound and lifetime support. And then at the very end, you can tell it's now evening. All the lights are off. Every The last people are kind of leaving the kitchen. The father-in-law is still in his recliner reading his iPad, which really uh, bolsters Luke's argument that people like middle-aged white men are the people who use iPads. And then as the last person kind of like turns out the last light, he takes out his hearing aids because he doesn't want to accidentally hear yes. anything. And he just like takes them out and he's like... I'm done. <laughs> it's a pretty good little button at the end there. It's so great. I mean, except for the why does she need to interrogate this issue right now in the middle of their living room or in the middle mm-hmm. of the kitchen, which, but we've all, I feel like also we've all done something stupid like that, like picked a bad time because it was just on our minds or whatever. Maybe. All right. Um, we have two more things and then I got to get out of here because I'm going to melt into the soundboard. it's super board. hot in here. Um, we talked about the Amy Schumer Tampax ads last week and I, I think, I don't know if this is relevant to what listener Candy writes in about, but our big takeaway was why would Amy Schumer be the person in these ads who doesn't know how to use a, a, a tampon or whisper the yeah. T-word. Why would she be so tentative? Right. Sure. Exactly. And um, I played some tape. We played some tape from her stand-up uh, special, "Growing," in which she essentially kind of almost does a version of the story from the ad, where where she's describing asking someone for a tampon in a gym mm-hmm. uh, locker room. Candy writes, "I agree that Amy Schumer seems like a strange choice for someone who is portrayed as naive about periods at all." I think the whole point of the campaign is to point out that all women get periods and why this is such an awkward conversation. So like even Amy Schumer maybe can like mm-hmm. have some awkwardness. Um, she mentioned, she says, you played a clip from Schumer's show where she echoes that very ad. And here's the point in the ad that in, that the informed woman, the woman who is uh, explaining how Tampax are different sizes, is pointing at the different sizes relate to the heaviness of your flow. Amy seems to think in her stand-up uh, that the size relates to the size of your, I'm going to say it, pussy hole. Uh, she's, That's not what Candy, Candy says. Candy didn't say it. I'm saying Candy it. Candy says P-hole. P-hole. Uh, she is learning something in this campaign. So you know what, Candy? You make a great point. Even in her stand-up, she jokingly confuses the flow issue with mm. the size issue. And so, you know, everyone can learn something, I guess, even Amy Schumer. I'm honestly just asking this and without getting... Well, I swear next week we will not say pussy at all. No, but this will be the last week for a while. But for real, I thought in that Tampax ad, and this is probably just me being a dumb guy who doesn't have to deal with this stuff. I thought it did involve size in a certain way because when the woman pulls out like the chart saying like if you pull it out and it hurts, then you need a smaller size. That is you not understanding how it works. Yeah, it's about flow. Oh, okay. All right. It's about flow. Hey, you know what? <laughs> I'm all about flow, too. <laughs> Different kinds. Head council, it's jingle time. All right. So 
as I mentioned at the top of the show, last week I yelled at listener Harvey because he was on the Facebook page posting commercials and then telling other people that they should call in and sing the jingles on our yes. voicemail we did, line. We did some very deserved bullying in That's response right. to that. That's right. And guess what? It worked. Here's Harvey's voicemail, which we received this weekend. Hi, Andrew and V. This is a listener, Harvey, calling in. Listen to how cowed he is yeah. by our bullying. Exactly. That's that. This is the greatest argument for bullying. I mean, I, I already knew bullying worked, but I'm glad to have it confirmed once again. Hi, Andrew and V. This is a listener, Harvey, calling in like I was told to. <laughs> um, the whole reason I didn't want to do this song is because it has a lot of lyrics that I really don't know all that well, but if you insist, uh, it starts off at least, if they could see you now out on a fun ship cruise, eating lots of fancies, something, something food, <laughs> yeah, I go something like that. Okay, I'm going to pause it there because he's going to move on and sing a different jingle now, but can we address the first one that he just sang? Yes. Now, we didn't play this last week, right? But I did say this is a, uh, a commercial for Carnival Cruise Lines featuring none other than Kathy Lee Gifford, and I think I might even remember this. Oh, this was ubiquitous. This was 90s, right? Probably yeah. late 90s? Late 90s? Anyway, 90s for sure. Okay, let's take a listen to this. Caribbean's fabulous. Every island has its own personality, its own flavor. But the place I like best of all, and I'm sure you will too, is right on board my ship, the Superliner Celebration. That's so confusing. Why is it her ship? I don't know. Maybe it is her ship. She wow. was very rich. If they could see you now out on a fun ship cruise, eating fancy food and doing what you choose, I'd like your friends back home to get a good look at the first great carnival cruise that you took. All I can say is, wow, hey, look at where you are. Tonight you'll live in pow, just like a movie star. What a fun ship, holy cow. They'd never believe it if your friends could see you now out on a fun ship cruise. Okay, this is a mashup of a, now we just transitioned yeah. into another commercial with the same song. Her outfits are amazing. Yeah, this must be early 90s, huh? Every outfit, she in every shot, she's wearing a completely different, awesome outfit. And I, I'm so here for it. Uh, so, Harvey, nice try. Call back and get the lyrics right. <laughs> no, no, no Harvey, that's we a tough one. It. I want to share with you a comment that I'm just seeing now for the first time from Andy J 729 underneath this video. Um that uh, this was posted three years ago. His comment was, if they could see me now with salmonella blues from eating all that rancid buffet food. Is that, is that I wonder if this was posted around that time that everybody um, on I'll that cruise ship got... Um what was it like? Actually, it was like norovirus or something? That was like more than five years ago. That was a while. That was like uh, 20, I'm going to say 13, because I was on the radio when that thing was um, out I was like literally live on the radio yeah. watching that thing. Uh, the poop ship. Yeah, the poop ship. But ever since then, I think the, the reputation has been soiled, if you will. <laughs> I uh, will. Thank you. Let's continue with uh, Harvey's voicemail here. Sorry. And the one that I wanted to call in before was my son came up to me the other day with a little silver pouch with a straw on it. And he said, Dad, can you open my Kool-Aid? And I said, Kool-Aid? And I turned around and I looked at it and I said, son, there's only one, only one Capri Sun. Great tasting fun when you pop open one. There's only one, only one Capri Sun. Great tasting fun when you pop open one. 
Thanks, guys. Uh, have a good night. Now, that's pretty good. I got to say, off the top of my head, I don't think I remember that. This was new to me, too, and I can't believe I missed it um, because it's a great jingle. And I'm really impressed that Harvey remembered it and also deployed it so strategically when his son misidentified a Capri Sun. No, you're kind of sucking up to Harvey. <laughs> well, Harvey's taking a lot of bullying. Yeah, no, he has. It's true. Um, by the way, just thinking, I, I think this, again, has to do with how hot it is in here, but him just describing the Capri Sun and singing that song really made me have a visceral need yes. for a Capri Sun. So let's play this and get the hell out of here. There's only one, only one Capri Sun. It's great, tasting fun when you put open one. There's only one, only one Capri Sun. It's great, tasting fun when you put Did that one kid, uh, like, spoof one of the bikini-clad uh, sunbathers by putting a cold Capri Sun on her belly? Yeah, somebody put a cold Capri Sun on a belly. Also, one of these kids, and they're pretty young. They're, like, at most teenagers, tweens. Like, he gets pretty horny for a bikini babe that he, walks by yeah, in a way sitting, that I don't care and for. And is he sitting next? It happens very, very quickly, but he's sitting next to, like, presumably his girlfriend or a girl. No, no, I think they're two boys. Oh, really? Because then the uh, 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 a hottie boom body walks by, and he starts, like, making some sort of weird gesticulations that I don't love. Yeah. And then the person next to him starts hitting him. I thought it was another woman. I think they're woman. two boys. Oh, like, oh, no. They're just like, oh, oh, get a load of that. Yeah. Get a load of that. Boy, oing, oing. Yeah. yeah. Um, anyway, so I don't remember that ad, but um, it it's does from make, 1983, It makes by you the want way. a Capri Sun for sure. Um, it, this I, makes you want to live in the 80s again. And sure. also be in the 80s. My favorite part is when it says 10% fruit juice, no artificial ingredients. And by no artificial ingredients, we mean sugar is not artificial. Yeah, yeah we mean 90% artificial 90% sugar, <laughs> right. which comes from the earth. You can sell anything. You can sell anything. Hey, man, you know what else just comes from the earth? Weed, <laughs> man. What was the ad we talked about that did like a... It was like spoofing on weed... As something coming from the earth, and it was some other product. It, I, it was stevia. Stevia. So how did I, I had a panic? I was like, I'm never going to remember. I can't it's believe you be a Terrible that. end of the show, but I got there. It was for stevia. That's great. The listeners probably think that I edited this, and we actually spent <laughs> no, you really, hours. You got it right. Right. I got it right. Maybe my brain's getting better with age. <laughs> uh, hey, everybody. Thank you for taking the time to listen tonight. You can join the conversation. Be a Harvey. Yeah. You know what? Let's celebrate Harvey by making that our catchphrase. Be a Harvey and call the voicemail line at 607-444-5597. It's 607-444-5597. You can email us at after these messages show at Gmail. You can visit us at the Facebook group. Welcome to our newest member. Um, great to see you all there. A lot of fun conversations. So much fun. All right. Thanks, everybody. We'll talk to you next week. Oh, dip. is he's once again back again with the caravan of Manzas from Pakistan. Karachi, Posse, Zaki's Poppy. Uh, Red Octagon's